Hello. And welcome to the, the Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. What the fuck? I don't know if this is shameful, but if you have a small dick, have a good personality. Filling the champagne. Your wife died here. Have a titty. Not a sex podcast, but it is a stripper. You can grind your clit on a guy's hard dick and come. But you've never made someone come in their pants, right? I'm Candy. I'm Jade. Your friendly neighborhood whores here to walk you through the ins and outs of the strip club and sex work industry. Uncensored. You want to know why I'm mad? <laughs> yeah. What's oh. got you uh, your panties in a twist? <laughs> Listen, me and Jade, our panties are twisted. <laughs> we have some grievances, not with you guys. We love you guys, but with the world, really. We love Terry also. Hi, Terry. We love Terry. Hi, Terry. <laughs> uh, hello. Uh, okay <laughs> so okay i'm i can't give away that much information um tldr healthcare in america is a literal, a literal joke yeah so i live in california we've talked about that and i was getting my health insurance through covered california they're really great mm-hmm. you type in your income and then they give you like plan options like based on your income so you can like get health care when you don't have money like how I usually don't have and last like year, I used to I... be able to afford Kaiser like which is crazy because based yeah. on my income like with the with the help that they give you, you can afford really good plans basically is what I'm saying right right exactly like plans that would have been out of your budget they make it like more affordable mm-hmm. so I've mm-hmm. I've been with Kaiser for a long time now and it's like whoops there, there's its ups and downs but you know, I got like a pretty complicated surgery last year and ended up only paying a few thousand dollars. And I feel like I got like generally yeah. pretty good care. So I feel like it can be good <laughs> if you like push them enough. Anyway, so I'm pretty happy with it. But last year I like made so little money, um, according to the IRS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> that I now qualify for something called Medi-Cal, which is essentially oh, yeah. free health insurance, um, which is cool, I guess. For, but basically... For people outside of California, it's like Medicaid, but for Californians. So Right. Yeah. yeah. And so basically <clears throat> they were just like, okay, peace out. Like Kaiser sent me an email and they were like, your coverage is going to end at the end of February. And I was like, huh? Because I thought it would just kind of like <laughs> oh. carry over. So anyways, there's really, I got like something, I got like one email with like a member number and I, I am not kidding you. And I tell you, I spent three to four hours on the phone this morning like, or on- yeah, online I believe you. searching. Yeah. I'm like calling people, talking to them. They're referring me to someone else. I'm calling them. Once I, the longest I was on hold was over an hour, almost an hour and a half. I'm like doing other stuff too, but it's like. It's so fucking crazy. I'm like, honestly, I don't know how anybody figures this out without having like a college degree and business experience. Cause that's the only way I'm able to like kind of decipher all this bullshit. Or the time too. Cause like you can only call during like business hours. Some people have a job. Some people need to take care of children. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Like sometimes figuring out how to get healthcare feels like a part-time job on its own. No, but like literally. And so basically it ends with being like, they applied me to the program with the wrong county and so I was like well I don't live there I haven't lived there in several years why would that be I didn't even apply with that fucking address anyways and so like okay we have to transfer counties so I'm like literally fucking calling all these numbers just like in a circle right (laughs) like the last people I called they referred me to like the first person that I called you know what I mean like it's just a nightmare and basically like like, okay, well, we like are processing your transfer application that could take like a month to two months. And then once that gets processed, and I could be like wrong on some of the details, I don't fucking know. Then I have to apply to Kaiser through Medi-Cal and that could take another month to mm. two months to go through. And I'm just like, okay, but like, I need my meds. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on meds. Yeah. I get like my refills, whatever. And then I don't know. It was just so frustrating. And I just start like crying, not like actually crying, just like tears. I'm getting so frustrated and I just like have to hold it together. And I'm like, I need to take a bath right now. <laughs> no, it, it's, it literally stinks everywhere. Like I, I think I mentioned that I moved to Bikini Bottom in like late May and like had my first psychiatric appointment two days ago. That's crazy. It's we're, we're in February. <laughs> When did you make the appointment? And you know what? A bitch needs the drugs right now. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> the appointment the appointment I made it in like December 
for February. Wow. Um, but I had to get a referral through my primary care physician, right. who I only got to see like back in like September or some shit. And they take, I had to call them like every day harassing them. Be like, oh. I need a referral. I need a referral. And then especially with psych shit, you kind of want to make it seem like important or like time sensitive because you right. want it to happen fast. But this has happened to me in the past that if you, <laughs> if you emphasize how much you really need the psychiatric care, they, <laughs> then it gets a little dicey because they want to send some people to your home. So. I know they're going to send you to the, the, the suicide prevention line instead yeah. of like the people that you actually need to talk to. Have about. I, have I told that story on the podcast? I was on the phone trying to get some referral to a psych nurse and I, yeah, same shit transferred a million different people, like million different like waiting times and then one of them is like okay i need to ask these questions like have you ever considered harming yourself or or so or like not be suicidal thoughts and i was like well i hadn't until this fucking phone call i didn't say fucking i didn't curse i didn't curse and i said i just made a joke about like wanting to hurt myself because of the phone call and she knew i was being a bitch so she was like oh in that case i need to transfer you like to the emergency psych line and i was like no 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 <laughs> I really wanted to send people to my door and I was like I was just being I was just being a cut like please don't <laughs> <laughs> oh my and god to, and to clarify I, I I don't actually curse um on these phone calls I'm I'm more professional than that I know that it's to my benefit to speak and yeah. even less of an a Mexican accent speak speak more like a white girl <laughs> and not I curse never hear, um, I never hear your white girl voice I think I've heard it once or oh, twice you never well, when I do that Valley Girl accent, that's like a lot more of local fry, but I don't think they would take me very seriously on the phone if I was talking like Can this. You, that's really good. Can you do it without the vocal fry or does that help do it? The vocal fry helps. Yeah. yeah. It gives me the character. <laughs> and um, uh, for those of you listening, I am not going to try to do Jade's accent. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, so many people quote unquote don't hear it, but I think they're lying. I don't know. Um, It's like, they it's, might I just think be stupid <laughs> i think it's faint enough that they're like well, you don't have an accent because it's not as strong as they would expect it but i don't know i think it's weird if you don't hear it i am oh, really good i'm also I'm sick oh <laughs> i'm re-watching this show with billy bob and there's a character who for all intents and purposes speaks in english with an english accent but there's like something about it that sounded i sounded like like I can tell that Swedish is their first language. Like their mm-hmm. American accent is pretty good, but it reminded me of like Alexander Skarsgård. I know because we both just saw mm-hmm. Infinity Pool and I've noticed like in True Blood and stuff, I'm like, you can just <laughs> tell when someone is like speaking an American accent, but their original language is like, or um, accent is like Swedish or British. You can tell too, British people will say certain mm-hmm. weird words weird. I think like Emma Watson, I've like noticed some stuff when she speaks mm-hmm. an American accent. So I don't know, I'm really sensitive with that. I honestly don't understand people listening to you and thinking you have an American accent because you just so you just so don't like I've never like, um, and that's well, not I'm trying <laughs> no I mean and that's like not even that's not good it's or not bad criticism. or whatever yeah yeah no I'm just like yeah. I think people are just stupid so well people especially at the club it's even more annoying because they're like don't believe that I'm say I'm from Mexico because of yeah. how I speak and I'm like well you're stupid yeah well, you're an idiot <laughs> I it's like when you. people <laughs> tell me that I'm from a certain city in California and I'm like, no, I'm from here. And they're like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> Why really? would I lie? <laughs> <laughs> That's so that weird. Happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. People just want to fight you. Um, okay. So let's start. And we want to fight story. them. <clears throat> Transition. Bitch, I've been fighting them. <laughs> I know. Uh, You've been on such a roll. I'm so proud of you. Well, well, so we'll we'll go back to last Thursday. I was not fighting anyone. I was I actually cried um, at oh, the strip yeah. club. Yeah, yeah, finally broke my rule. Join I usually make club. it to the car. <laughs> I usually make it to the car before I start crying, and this time I couldn't. I couldn't hold it anymore. Um, it was really. It's been really fucking slow, and, and that I think really gets to you, like yeah. to your soul. I want to make us. Just- a shirt that says like crying strippers club or something it's a strip club and i cry if i want to cry (laughs) (laughs) so we can own it (laughs) oh my god and it's just slow and like there's the worry of like having enough money and but also just like you're just sitting there thinking about all your life choices yeah yeah and i do think when the club is slow it's not just that you're bored um 
it's that the customers who are in there can tell that they have a lot more power because mm. they can you can afford to sit basically like they look around and say what else are you gonna do so they right. can keep you around and not compensate you for your time um which we hate so which we hate and you know it's it's a balance i had this one girl who's been doing this for a long time and she has some weird shit about like so our friend Suki had told me that she, she was like I get weird vibes from her and I was like how come and she was like she's like very conservative like really conservative and like she always talks about how she never takes her top off on stage <gasps> oh I know who you're talking about yeah it's like this weird like yeah. horror phobia but she is a stripper she kind of always talks about how she's much better than that how she's going to school for something else like she's like I'm better than this but I'm here as well so weird yeah. but um, I had gone to the back after this interaction, which I'll go into, but I, I was say kind of like lamenting basically that I sat with someone for like an hour and didn't get a single dollar out of it. And she was like three songs. First song, you get to know them. Second song, you ask for a dance. If they say no, you stay for a third song and then you ask for a room and then you're done. You're done. You're like basically very like rigid, like, and I get it. I think if we all did that, then maybe like customers would get used to the fact that we but it's just different the calculations like you look around and there's no one and then you're like okay maybe if i i've seen girls stay for a long time and then get a room so it's like yeah that is kind of the way it should be like 10 minutes tops per customer but when it's empty and that's like your only hope you're i don't know like you stay there's like a likelihood that they pay but then also they get used to the fact that you will be there without getting paid right. for it and you're pretty so, much i don't like, know when you're at work like not talking to someone who like yeah maybe they don't deserve all that extra time but if you're sitting there you're just losing money like yeah so you're literally like, yeah you're just you're just yeah, like and, hemorrhaging and you, so it's like either okay you sit by yourself and you leave the customer and like whatever or you take your chance like well I'm already losing money being here because I'm not being paid and like the hours are ticking right. by and like whatever and then maybe like I just I'm a little more patient with this customer to see if I can like get some compensation for my job Right. Or, and maybe you'll like get them to do like a dance, which, you know, at that point, if you're with someone for an hour, getting $30 is like not ideal because <laughs> yeah. that's like not great, but like it's something versus, yeah, right. I already paid money to be here and I'm not making any money. Um, so basically this group of Canadians walk in. Fuck the Canadians. Honestly, what? I don't think we Canadians have that many listeners usually... in Canada. Oh, we have <laughs> some in Scarborough, so but nice. fuck everyone else. Yeah, but there's a there's a thing about like there's like fake nice at the club. Like I think guys can be so nice to you that they don't tell you that they're not gonna spend, and then that's actually the yeah. not nice thing to do. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 definitely. <clears throat> but it was so it was this group of guys, and it was like four or five, and they were like good looking and young. So they come in, all the girls like we flock to them, right? And I'm sitting with one of them, and he was like not the cutest one, but he was like cute enough, and we were like bantering and like. It was a. I felt like we had like a good connection, like legitimately, like back and forth banter, funny, haha, going back and forth. And he was like, he kept saying like, "Oh my god," and he was like, "This is gonna be such an expensive night. I love you so much. Like, don't look at me." It was like so flirtatious for like, mm -hmm. <clears throat> for like, yeah, for like an hour. And at one point, he gets up to go get a drink from the bar. And then while he's there, this girl, one of the, I don't think you've met her, but she's she's a little sharky. You know, she it doesn't. I don't know if she was watching me work on this guy for an hour, but she approached him at the bar and she does the whole, like, let me give you a free tour thing and then pulls you mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. You kind of makes you stay in the private champagne or whatever. Um, and she was like, kind of like tugging at him. She was like talking to him and tugging at him. And she just, I could, I could tell that she was like really working him and he just kept trying to come back. And I was like, Oh, it's because he wants to come back to me. And he kept saying like, Oh my God, you're so convincing, blah, blah, blah. And he comes over and he goes, oh, I, I, so the manager, while he was gone, had moved the chair away. So he came back and his chair wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I moved your chair because I thought you were going to go with her, like as a joke, kind of like, like, oh, I'm jealous or whatever. And he's like, no, but your colleague is very scary and very persuasive. And then I go, oh, yeah, she must be very persuasive. He goes, just like you. I guess you're all the same, huh? <laughs> what? And I was like. Oh, it just kind of went like he kind of said it in a way that was like kind of rude. And I was like, oh, oh, you know, like, I mean, I'm persuasive, but I, I thought we had something going like I actually like you. And he, he was like, his mood just like completely changed. He was like, what? well, I'm going to go to the casino. I'm going to go to the <gasps> casino. And I was like, well, before you go to the casino, like, let's do a 15. Like, 
and I'll yeah. get you in a good mood, like some good luck, like just trying so fucking like I I I'm so over pulling like all the stuff stops to get like right. not even a hundred dollars out of you know because like after they take everything it's like less than yeah oh my god and and he just was like his he was just like no like no and he just kind of like turned away and I was like okay and so then I start talking to his friend because I'm like I guess we move on to the next person yeah so I'm talking to his friend and he's like blah blah blah. he's like yeah you know it's it's just different in Canada I'm like what do you mean like strip clubs are different in Canada he's like well you can come drink beer and like no one's you don't have to like spend all this money like you can just come drink beer with the girls and I was like okay and I was like so you don't come here for like dances and stuff he's like to be honest no and I just kind of like slumped a little bit because I was like he's like well I feel like you're getting mad at me for answering your question honestly and I was like no I'm not getting mad I'm just reacting to like what you said like you know yeah. I I didn't even push him I was just like okay and then I turned to his friend and I was like well you know we should do this you should do that and he's just like I was starting to get like upset and he was like wow you're like really good at guilting people huh like you're really good at guilt tripping and I was like no I mean I'm just telling you what it is like I spend an hour with you talking and you don't want to compensate me at all like we're independent contractors you know the spiel that we give like yeah, yeah I'm not making any money unless you give it to me and like I'm just like upset about it. I was just being like I'm just sad <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sad. you were being like pretty vulnerable, which yeah, I, I, I that feel point, like I wasn't doesn't. I feel like I do that too, and I feel like it it doesn't work. Like nine out of ten, <laughs> you just get more upset. <laughs> right, but at that point, I wasn't even trying. I was just talking to him like he was a human being. I was like, what you were like? Himself. He was like, you're guilt tripping me, and I was like, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just honestly upset. I just spent an hour with you, and you kept telling me that you were gonna spend. Suddenly, you change your tune, so I'm the schmuck here. Yeah. I'm just sad. I'm just upset. I'm not guilt tripping you. And he's like, well, here, have some tips and gives me like $3. I'm like, fucking keep it. <gasps> and I walked away. And apparently it's, he told her friend Katrina, like, wow, she's really good at guilt tripping. And she was like, no, bro. Like, she was just telling you how it is. Like, but I like, I, I, oh my God, that, that made me so sad. Cause I actually thought that we had like been connecting on like a human level. And I was just yeah. like, what the fuck? I don't know. It made me so sad. And like, just the whole, like, you're really good at guilt tripping. Like I'm trying to like, I'm just a manipulative bitch when I'm like, no, I'm just sad. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah. Really sad. I mean, I think you put into words, like, that was kind of my experience with Baltimore. Go watch that episode. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. No, but like, and I know, and I know Baltimore's like an asshole, but like, genuinely, like, I was with him like three or four hours and we did. We yeah. had like really serious talks and he was like opening about this and he was like, wow, like, you have all these like business plans. And like, I remember like saying some quote that sounded really like deeper insightful I don't know he said it was I don't remember what it was he's like wow like I mean to use that like I felt like we were connecting and then all of a sudden it was the money time and then he switched just like yeah. that and I did take it really personally because like it's fucking mean because you're like leading somebody on you know we're not making money right now I, I mean I know he did right. I'm assuming these guys yeah. knew and they yeah. just get so like there's just like a difference I don't know it's like a di it's different when a guy is just like being kind of rude and dismissive or when they're just like cold and just like turn on you and you're just like and then the him fuck? being like like I just there's this whole the theme for me this past week has been people getting mad that you want to get paid for doing your job like the fact that he came over and he was like you're all the same <laughs> I was like what the fuck I wonder like, what I'm at work I'm literally at work like go so go to a bar if you want to meet like a girl and don't like not pay her like but you come to my workplace and then get like upset that I want to get paid Right. I just, uh, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, like people who are listening agree and like understand, right. but it's just, it's maddening. I, I get crazy. I really crazy. like, I sent you a clip from the podcast. I think it's a dancer's resource. I don't know if they have a podcast or they mm. did post clips, they but do, she talked yeah. about how she feels like she's panhandling at her own job. Yes. Like yes. that's how people make like you begging, feel. Yeah. Groveling. Yeah. It's and I'm like, crazy. literally. You can go to and a like, bar and with like, women and pay no dollars to get in. Like, there's right. so many and, options. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's, I think panhandling is such a good comparison because it's not just begging. It's like, you're in their way. Like, you're right. an, an annoyance. And it's like, no, you come to my workplace. Oh, it makes me crazy. And so that's when I went to the back and talked to that dancer who was like, you only give them 10 minutes, three songs tops, like you fucked up. And I was like, 
fine, fucking fine. I fucked up. And then I go back out and then there's there's this guy and I sit down with him and he's like, he's sweating balls. I don't know what's going on, but he's and, he's on drugs? and we're talking. Huh? Well, yeah. So maybe he's on so, drugs. Yeah, so definitely. So I talked to him a little bit and he's being like, Oh my god, you're so pretty. You're so and and then I'm, and then I say something about dances. And he goes, Well, I've never actually paid for a lap dance. And I go, Oh, why not? And he goes, Well, when you look like me and you have this mullet <laughs> You don't need to pay for lap dances. You don't need to pay like, for lap dances. When you have this mullet <laughs> But he was like fucking with you, right? He was like trying to be funny. No, no, he was legit. And so I, at this point, my tolerance is at like zero. Yeah. And I just course. looked at him. I'm like, then why are you here? You yeah. know, if you don't have to pay for it, why are you here? He's like, well, I figured I could get some drugs. Like I could get some cocaine here. I'm like, oh, okay, well, go get your drugs. Go get your cocaine. And I point at girls like who are sitting by, go get it. He's like, what? I'm like, go get your cocaine. And that. <laughs> He's looking at me like I, he like I he's like a puppy that I just kicked in the face. Like he looks yeah. so hurt. And then the waitress comes over and she's like, "Hey, are we doing okay here? Do you want anything else?" And he goes, he looks up at her and I was, "Oh, he wants cocaine. Do you know where he can get some? Because he is here for cocaine." And she starts laughing like kind of nervous. And You're he's not. like, I, "I was so over it. I'm so over it. That is the best thing I've ever heard." And she like laughs and like runs away. <laughs> And he's like, well, you know, I, I can say I've offended you. So I'm really sorry. I'm like, don't be sorry. Give me money. And then mm-hmm. you don't have to be sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, don't be sorry. Fix it. Stop saying you're sorry because you're not sorry. If you were sorry, you would fix it. And you would fix it by giving me money. So stop saying sorry. And he was like, I almost made this man cry. Like, I wish you did. I wish I did. And then, yeah. And then that's when I went to hang out with like Katrina and these other girls and she said something about something and I just like started crying on the floor. Ugh. I didn't even make it to the locker room. Oh, listen, I've been there. I'm sure a lot of dancers have been. Sometimes it just, it's, it's a water flow. You just, you, you release the pressure a little bit and it just. I know. Or not release the pressure, release the valve. And then the pressure. I mean, I am going to get prescribed Soloft apparently, but I'm scared because Soloft what? buddies. I'm on Zoloft too. O-N-O-F-T. <laughs> Have you heard that Ween song? No. Everyone, I love this song. I showed it to my friend and he didn't like it. Oh. But it's it's a he doesn't like Ween as much, but it's Soloft, Ween, it's great. Give me that C. O-N-O-F-T. It's a but I, I okay. I'm just I'm scared because so I've taken every antidepressant under the sun and Lexapro really helped me, except it made it impossible to come. Yeah. And like, how if long were you on it? A few months. And your doctor said it wouldn't, because I had that too with Zola, but after, if we're like, no, don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm so scared. No, 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 I know that, but it's at first and then it goes away and you feel more normal, but your body has to get used to it. So at first, it like, you know, lowered... I love coming. <laughs> I know that, but at some point you have to like weigh the pros and cons. I think I'd rather be mentally unstable. It's I'm not saying you can never come. I'm just saying it was like for the first few months, it was a it was a little harder to, and then I got acclimated. And then I would say I feel like pretty normal now. I've been on it for I mean, I started feeling normal in After less time, months. but I've been on it for about a year and a half now. Like coming is one of the only fun parts of the job. <laughs> kidding no Wait, but just so because it worked not even like coming in your personal life no I love coming in my personal life I I do think I have a superpower that it's like making any dick work for me I think that, that is, is a a, that is definitely a superpower I would have to agree yeah. with you yeah <laughs> so I'm gonna take stall off I'm gonna not be crying at the club but I'm gonna be powerless you're gonna have less <clears throat> coming but you will have less crying so i don't know it's a tough choice it's a tough choice just wear wear a little vibrator in your underwear when you're giving lap dances oh no no a little help wear a tampon when you're just like not on your period because it helps no i've I've talked about this the diva cup right oh yeah diva cup wear it wear it just normally (laughs) oh my god okay Oh, the girl that I drove down with to the club that we're about to talk about, she also comes or you or used to come on everyone. Now she really? says she doesn't like to. Yeah. So I'm not the only one. 
busted nuts. <laughs> I just You're not hate. the only one busting fat nuts on customer. <laughs> not fat. Not fat. I okay. said fat nuts. Yeah, I'm saying fat nuts. <laughs> that's girl. That's fucking vile. Okay. Uh, so I, don't, that, I don't make the rules. <laughs> so that happened on a Thursday, right? So that's the backdrop to the day before a dancer friend had texted me hey there's this new club in a town that's like an hour away from bikini bottom do you want to try it out and i was like eh. like i don't know i haven't tried a new club in like almost a year like basically since we started coming to the clubs club and i checked out the social media it was like brand new there was like five followers <laughs> i was like it's a little busted <laughs> yeah i was like this kind of looks jank and like i can't afford to have a jank night and then when i checked out like the manager took money from me, even though I had barely made like a hundred dollars. So I was just when like, you dejected. checked out at, at Clem's club, one at night. Clem's club. So I was like, fuck it, let's go. And at Clem's club, I had been talking to this one girl. Um, what should we call her? Let's call her star. I was hanging out with star throughout the night and she had gone up to the same group of Canadians. And basically the other Canadian was like, basically told her they were looking for, for a blowjob. So she had left the group a lot earlier than like mm-hmm. than I did. Yeah. And I was like, hey, our friend texted me about this new club in this other part of town. Do you want to try it out? And she was like, fuck it. Yeah, because she had also made like zero dollars. Oh, so... I know who you're talking about now. I remember. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Sorry. Sorry. So that. we went on Friday and we checked out this new club and it was good money. So I made like $800 take home. That's which... amazing. Your first night yeah. at a new club. Yeah. And I don't so I feel like there was a potential to make a lot more money. It's just the way it was run. So it was the first weekend of it opening. Mm. And I feel like there was a lot of weird kings that they need to figure out. And I clocked that it was um Deja Vu, the the company that run this that ran the sparrow. Because when we were like getting onboarded and checking in and all that shit, the computer program where they would mark our dances our dances. Do you remember like the black yeah. on gold? It was the same one. And I was like, oh, weird. That's like a weird thing that they're using. Like, they the designed same computer it in the 80s and they never updated it. <laughs> it is very they outdated. Make, they make all their money off the backs of entertainers and they don't have to pay to update it because they don't yeah. have so many clubs. And so the club is cool. It's in the middle of like a bunch of hotels. It's like close to a bunch of hotels in the town. Um, It's underground, which is kind of fun. And it's underground. Yeah, it's like a basement. Oh, okay. So that kind of gives it like a little vibes. speakeasy. Yeah, exactly. Wait, do we have a name for the club? Yeah, maybe we should call it Speakeasy. Okay, yeah, the Speakeasy. Okay. The Speakeasy. The Speakeasy. Hi, I want to speak. Okay, this, this stage is super weird, but it's kind of fun. So it's like. I saw a picture on Suki's Instagram. It's like a long runway, but like with multiple poles on it, right? So two poles yeah. spin. And it's, yeah, it's like a run. Two spin yeah. poles? yeah two spin balls and it's yeah it's kind of like not that elevated so it's like a little bit elevated um so it's crazy because sometimes like when it got really packed i was trying not to kick people right because you're like it's like my right exactly so it's it's elevated and yeah it's like super long so you can kind of i like to play like rob zombie and like crawl from one pole to the other one and it's like you know like sexy crawl nice. <laughs> like, but sexy zombie crawl you're, wait, you're not crawl. you're not crawling like a baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait have you seen have you seen megan yet the doll movie? no there's a <laughs> scene pretty whack <laughs> honestly i really liked it um, i know you did <laughs> there's a scene where she's like she's like run crawling like a bear you could do that too no, you kind of like, I don't know how to explain a sexy crawl, but it's kind of like. I know you mean. I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> but to the audience, just imagine crawling, but sexy. That's Just what Google sexy crawl and. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what pops up. I don't know what's going to pop up, but, but don't okay, so, Google. Never mind. So it's like a thing. very, so that's, there's like the area of the very long stage area. Uh-huh. And there's tables around it. So then there's people hanging out and they, they were throwing money. Like I definitely made like a couple hundred just stage, stage tips, which was fun. Oh, that's great. And then there's like the bar area and then there's the private room. So similar to the Sparrow, all the lap dances are done in a private room, like in a private booth. So 
lap dances are $25 a song and there's there's no 15 minute 30 minute hour it's all 30 minute rooms um so lap dances are $25 and the house keeps five so you make $20 per lap dance and the room is $300 for 30 minutes and you keep 200 okay so that's more than Clem's Club then right because Clem's Club we a little bit more that. yeah so at Clem's Club a 30 minute is 220 minus point minus 22 percent of that so it's around let's like less than 200 dollars, like 180 something wait so it's so not that like, isn't that different but like the hundred dollars no. they take off that is like your house fee percentage and vip fee those are all them together or do you have additionally money taken off that 200 so because it was very new they didn't charge us a house fee oh, but okay. eventually it's gonna be 30 dollars house fee flat up until around like 11 or midnight and then after that it's gonna be 50 dollars. the club is open until 5 a.m Whoa. Um, and there's no mandatory tip out we just tip the dj whatever you want which i ended up tipping the dj basically what i would have paid sleaze all um yeah like, what is 10 five percent yeah five percent yeah yeah because <clears throat> i was like he did it he's not to gas him up if he's listening but like he did a really good job and he was like very like calling girls on stage making sure because so they didn't have walkie talkie so if a girl was in vip like he had to kind of like find out so i yeah i appreciate it what he did um but so the thing that for me was like really annoying is that because it's like the sparrow where you had to <clears throat> There was no one keeping track of how many dances you were doing. You had to go and basically they had to pay. Your guy had to pay the manager $25 to go do a lap dance. So there's like 30 girls. There's a lot of people doing lap dances. Yeah. They're not done on the floor. So it would just take a long time. Like you'd be in line with like behind like 10 girls trying to do one lap dance. So you're wasting so much time. You're spending wow. you're spending like yeah 15 20 minutes just to get 20 20 yeah it was it was just like not worth it and, um we we're trying to so at the end because it's a very new club they asked us for a feedback and, and we were saying like uh we really think that we should have like a bench or just the ability to do lap dances out on the floor so we can just say hey lap dance let's go sit you down do the lap dance get the money and maybe have someone keeping track of how many lap dances you do and then at the end of the night pay like your five dollars per lap dance you know like yeah someone's just taking down because waiting in line to get checked in to do a room that makes sense but like if it's just like one song like yeah no like, i remember that at sparrow too it'd be hard like we're trying to like sell something if they go fucking find somebody um yeah and sometimes oh, i would just fine. i feel like i'm trying to remember i think sometimes i would just like go into the room and then afterwards go find them if i if they gave me the money and be like hey this is what i did like I couldn't yes find anybody but I think it's because we were quote unquote like a little bit trustworthy that we could yeah, do that. They would get true. mad with other girls. Um, and then obviously, like at the sparrow, I would quote unquote like steal dances. Like I would take a guy in the room, do two songs, and then just say that I did one. Like right, right. It's funny how we the the language around like stealing money is like not even we're not actually stealing. We're just like keeping our money that we made. Uh, right. Because I mean, the club is getting like a cover charge, drink prices, like whatever anyway <clears throat> and this one's interesting so the reason that this club opened where it did is because there's no strip club licenses there so it was technically like a cabaret license so we had to wear pasties nipple pasties and i guess they were kind of saying like well if it it helps them stay open if we're not doing lap dances out on the floor which is weird I mean, they didn't really want that at the Sparrow either, but... But that was for a different reason. I think that was... I don't know. That's true, and it was weird because we weren't wearing pasties, but we were only allowed to be topless on stage during our second Oh, that's song. true. We didn't do do topless no, lap dances. we didn't do topless lap dances. Oh, least. I forgot about that. I know. Isn't that weird to think about? That's why we didn't have as many, like, nipple-sucking stories from there. <laughs> because we kept our nips in uh, yeah unless we went to upstairs and then even then i had to be mindful of the fact that like if the manager came in to tell us the time was up i was supposed to have my top on i right. forgot yeah I know. <laughs> wow i'm so used to having my titties out what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah mean, and just, then... like feels normal now i don't know like once you get like i don't know once you get used to that be feel it feel weird not to well i i feel like the paces kind of work because then I got a guy to pay me $100 just to take off the pasties. Ooh, 
okay. I'm like, I'm so, like, how that sounds. Yeah. So I, I did mention that to a friend and she was like, no, no, no. Like that sometimes they send in people to like undercover, like to audit the place. And if you do that, then they'll like make note of it. Like you can get in trouble. Can you imagine someone's job? It's like, I'm going to go to a strip club and try to s- trick the strippers into offering them more money to take off their pay. Are you kidding me? That's the whole vice department of like Vegas. That's basically all they do. They just go in and like arrest girls who are doing extras. It's entrapment. It's it's a hundred percent a thing, and yeah. they they fucking do it, and it's gross. I just hate but everybody. Speaking of that, so basically, we had a really good time in that club. It is an hour away, and so like I don't know how I feel about driving at like four a.m. It's the road there is super winding. Is that how you say? Windy, like, yeah. Like super curvy and like I mean I know for a fact there's like drunk drivers there because I saw them get in their cars. I don't know. Absolutely. It's it's like I'm not in love with the idea of going there all the time just because it is very far and like not I I don't like being on the road like that much. I but it was so worth my time to be down yeah. there, and I feel like right now it's a little bit like the 49ers Gold Rush. Like everyone's going. It's the new hot club in town. All the girls are going and the club hasn't figured out yet that they could make take a lot more money from us so they're kind of like letting us do our thing i mean they 1000 percent will will they yeah they will so i'm kind of a question of if it's just when right exactly so i'm kind of trying to be like all right i'm gonna go like once maybe twice a week during slow season yeah but speaking of the other <laughs> so I, w- I went up to a group and, and this guy was like so you know typical like so what happens in the vip what happens in the 30 minute and i'm like oh well you know it's like you know you give your spiel of like it's intimate and i get to dance on you and i get to rub a ball over your body I'm like no yeah. but what happens what happens in the v-? basically and the, until i just i always get fucking mad and i went um yeah you're not gonna get blown <laughs> like i always just say that and they go like that and i was like yeah that's what and you're asking like, though right no and it's just like well i was just i was just wondering i'm like are you a cop are you trying to get me to say that i'm gonna do extras because i'm not i think you're a cop and he's like i'm not a cop do i look like a cop and then i turned his friend because i'm like kind of over this guy and then i'm like so and then he goes do you know where i can get drugs and i'm like you guys are definitely cops <laughs> like immediately <laughs> and so i freaked out i was like you guys are cops kind of like joking around but then eventually the, the guy the original guy took me to do some lap dances and he was saying, like, can you take off the pasties? Can you take off the pasties? I was like, you're definitely a fucking cop. Yeah. No. Obviously, he wasn't. And and the pasties, too, like, they fell off at one point. Like, you had to, I had to keep repasting them. I don't know. I mean, I, as a very avid pasty wearer yes. for burlesque for the past, like, seven years, there is definitely an art to it to get it to stay on and I wouldn't be able to use one of the sticker ones like that just wouldn't even like work on me yeah no I was using like those like cheap packs of like whatever yeah it wasn't like I have a a pair of like really cute like tassel pasties that like you know more burlesque and stuff but I was just like I'm just gonna cover the nib and then (laughs) I wouldn't people are gonna pull the tassels I wouldn't mess with that no they're too cute for that honestly like it like they're too cute for the club like I don't think I don't know I think it was just kind of like this is a requirement and like the little stars I put on them were like way too small like you could definitely like see some nip <laughs> I mean some people use just like they cut like a nude medical it's like oh I feel like on. that would rip out my nipple I wear so much more intense tape on my nipples and I know but it hurts it actually doesn't because nipples. you sweat when you sweat a lot it, yeah eventually they just peel right off and then, like, the glue just stayed on. I was, like, scrubbing it in the shower, and I couldn't take it off. The glue? Was from what? From <laughs> the pink seat. Like, this black, gunky glue around my nipple. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell are you wearing? <laughs> I, it was cheap, for sure. Like, they just had them there. For us. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. There was no house mom. Um, What else? Yeah, there weren't any, like, at most clubs, they have, like, um, like, dental floss and means and little things yeah. there was like nothing it was like here's your locker and i even forgot to bring a locker so um a lock sorry yeah so but it, it was like an adventure and like oh that's not even the main part of this whole story is yeah. i show up with my friend the uh, star and then in walks in like <laughs> in walks in everyone who works at the clubs club basically all the girls were there and we're like how many dancers from the cleanse club do you think showed up? Like literally like 20. What? Men. Yes. Wait, yeah. really? 
Even when you yeah, were telling yeah. us, I thought maybe it was like a handful of girls. It was 20 no, dancers. No, up. yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, and yeah, then it was- it was to cleanse that night. <laughs> that's the issue, right? And like, so we had called off like, <laughs> I'm sick. You know, like right. I'd call, I felt bad. So I, so I said the house mom, because she had seen me go home crying. I was like, hey, I'm still feeling like out of sorts. So I'm not going to come in, you know, like kind of use yeah. the manipulation. And then Star said she needed like a mental health day. We didn't realize that at the same time, like fucking everyone and their mothers They're is like, calling Damn, off. Damn, everyone's feeling really sick today. <laughs> well, one of the girls went went to the Clems Club to pick up her shoes from her locker and then went to the other club. You're fucking like, kidding me. Like, I think it just spread like wildfire and people stopped being discreet. Like, why would you have your only pair of shoes at your work? What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, some girls leave That's their creepy. stuff in their lockers. I know. So we showed up kind of early because I was like, I'm going to want to get like um, checked in and onboarded and all that stuff. And I'm glad because there were so many new girls to get onboarded, like it literally took forever. And I didn't make as much money as Star. She she made a G like before midnight. And like good for her. Yeah, no, it was amazing. So she kind of a bachelor party walked in around like 738. She grabbed one guy and then did like four half hours like immediately. So like. It was just, oh, it was yeah. just really, it was good for a, a lot of people. Like I could, I, 800 is really good, especially nowadays, but like, I don't know, you can make a lot more and a yeah. lot of girls yeah. definitely made a lot more. So I'm, I'm down to go back and try it out. Like it's not always your night, but like there is money, there's money yeah. there. I just didn't grab all of it, <laughs> yeah. and, but it's like, it's there. Um, But yeah. So everyone walks in and you're, you're kind of like, Oh my God. Cause so our friend Katrina, and we talk a lot about like she was there and I was like, Oh my God. Like I was going to text him. She was like, I was going to text him too, but I didn't know. Like everyone's just kind of, it, it was like a really cute like vibe. Cause it kind of felt like we all snuck out to go to a, like a slumber party. Cause we're yeah. like, yeah, we're going to get in trouble. And like three hours into the night, we hear, we start hearing rumors that they're going to send someone from the cleanse club to check out the club to see who's there. They're mad that everyone called off they're freaking out like literally 20 like at least 20 girls from the schedule which is what like usually there's like 30 didn't show so there were like 10 girls that's what i heard the other day like there were 10 girls on a friday which is very few well and hopefully you know they freak out that that hurts their bag because like if there's people there who could be spending money but there's no girls to take them they don't have girls to take money from right Right, exactly. And it hurts our bag working for free and then still getting our money taken when we don't make $100 even. You know? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> if there's 50 girls at the strip club, it doesn't matter. It, like, And we all make little piles of money. The club takes 22%. So they're fine. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. But if there's 10 girls and there's like 50 customers and so 30 customers were never like milked, then yeah. there's less money that they can. So it like hurt their bag. They were freaking out. Um, and we were just like, well, fuck it. We're independent contractors. We are going to go where the money goes. And yeah, I was really thinking like, I, I remember telling, um, star was like, I can really see this going either a positive or a negative way. Like positive way could be, Hey, we're losing, um, employees. How do we retain them? Let's make it more attractive for them. Like lower house fees, bigger yeah. cuts from your rooms something or they can go negative they can try and like scare us into staying and that's basically what happened so i was gonna say hmm, i wonder which one they did <laughs> right so basically i mean it turns out that them sending someone from the club to check out who was there was a rumor it wasn't real that didn't happen uh-huh. um but our the friend the original friend who found out about the club got fired for quote-unquote poaching girls and they're gonna crack down on call outs because they know that it's not just someone being like, Oh, do I'm over to show up? They they know they're gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. So they're like gonna start enforcing that. But there's no change to like the money that we get to keep. Or even like for me, it's like, oh, you know what? We realize that we're not bringing in a lot of people and that's like not good for you guys. Like we're going to try and like revamp our social media or like we're going to yeah. tr- just try and get people through the door. No, they just were like, all right, we're just going to. I, I think firing that girl who told us about it was definitely a way to like scare us and make yeah, an like example out of message. her. Yeah. And it's just it's just so <clears throat> I think it's so well illustrates the fact that in any industry, your job does not care about you. You are a thousand percent replaceable. They do not care. Like 
and their job is making money and you're a vehicle for them making money and that's it right and i i think this is true in every single job <laughs> like yeah. I, I i think there is a lot of specific misogyny in this industry like you know we're when we were talking about it this whole language around like pulling girls as if we're like these leaves in the wind that can just be pulled from one come to another instead of like rational decision making agents who decide hey i make less than a hundred dollars on thursday at this club this other girl texted me that she made fourteen hundred dollars at this club the next day i'm gonna go to that club like it it's just like oh you're getting manipulated into going to a different club like and just i don't know like it's there's, like they're they're uh, treating us they're treating you guys like literal like merchandise it's like you have no like autonomy or anything it's like some one person went and like them or someone else like poached all these girls and stole them away to like make money here it's like no you guys are not doing your job you're not bringing in good customers as you can obviously see you the listener as like the story that jay just as we've been talking about episode. for months at this point well, yeah. yeah we've been talking about for a long time and it's like yeah and it's like gonna, that's their part of the deal the money <laughs> the the part of the deal is i pay you a house fee and all these other fees you bring in people who spend money but you're not putting up your part of the deal right. like that's the only reason we we give so much money to the clubs club is because they had a good clientele but it hasn't been that way for fucking months yeah. like i was looking at my my records i haven't had like a good good night since october and it's february and it's like i'm not just yeah. gonna sit here like and, and wait for like money to fall from the sky that's not gonna happen and i understand there's a lot of stuff going on with like inflation and the economy and blah 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 and, and i'm sure there's girls who are having good nights like i'm we were talking about Sonia and how she made like over a thousand dollars a night that I had made like $20. Like it's not impossible, but it's like, I, I don't know. I was just so, I was, what is it? I was disappointed, but not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Like they, like they, they, they really had a chance to, to try and sweeten up the deal for us to stay or like incentivize us to work at the clubs club. And they just went negative route. They just went a negative route. Yeah. Yeah, it's super disappointing, especially since, you know, it is a job where you are, you kind of are forced into being very vulnerable, like mentally and like physically, and you think that you're being protected and these people in charge care about you. And then, nope, they don't. I'm yeah. going to punish you for not being quote unquote loyal when we they, are literally presenting you nothing. And, but I can tell that like, so they do have a lot of they've been very effective in I'm not, I'm not gonna say brainwashing but in influencing the girls into thinking that they do care about us because yeah, it's, a, it's so, called an abusive relationship <laughs> yeah so the girl who got fired was like so basically after talking to our manager eric she finagled her way into just being suspended but now she's kind of like i don't know if i want to go back i feel very betrayed and like what I told her is you weren't betrayed because to be betrayed, they have to care about you in the first place. Like they never cared. You're not yeah. betrayed. You do so much for this club. You post on your socials, you bring in clients that you meet elsewhere and you work and, and like, she's such a good worker. Like she really is one she of their really top. She really is. I mean, she's and incredible. Maybe and, she's, and, she... and I'm pretty sure she's top earner, but even if she's not, it's because she's not sucking dick like the other girls and no offense to the yeah. girls who suck dick, but like, She's just she does it without sucking dick, which is very. She does it without breaking the laws and putting the club itself, the club's license itself, in danger. She, I don't know, I I get really heated because I, you know, I love this girl, but you know, it's like it's this idea of like she feels like she doesn't want to come back and have like all this hostility around her, which is totally fair. But it's like there's that's not a huge like it's always been a hostile environment. They always just have seen you as like a cow that can bring in milk and all that stuff and. I I was talking to Star about going back um, to the speakeasy this week. And she was kind of like, I was like, well, I, you know, let's go Friday. And I was like, how about Sunday? She's like, oh, well, you know, I told this other manager that I was working Sunday. And I, I really don't want to. But, you know, he really asked me to. I'm like, why are you doing these people favors? No, Like, they don't that. care about you. They don't fucking care about you. Like, they're not saying come work Sunday. So Sunday's the Super Bowl. Because because of anything, they just think that you can make the money. Like, Right. don't feel bad like i just just no one feel bad like jump ship go <laughs> like no one feel guilty for leaving their club if like if it just makes the most sense i don't know yeah yeah but it's hard i mean it is i mean i think they are manipulative too i don't know like how much is intentional but like they like give you a little and then they like don't and then you just like are always like wanting to like get that little bit back 
kind of thing. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. But I mean, remember when we got onboarded, he said um, the manager was like, we are a family owned business. We are a family here. Yeah. You know, the whole like, we're a family. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, so we had come in for the Super Bowl weekend. So it's, it's about to be a year since working at the Clems Club. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of like, I'll hire you guys, but I don't want you to like disappear for months. Like this is like like a family. Like we don't want just like traveling dancers who come in and out and like we don't get to know them. Exactly. So Candy just rolled her eyes. Like exactly. <laughs> it's just like we're not a family. Like if you were a family, like you take you you take better care of us and like you you would be happy that we went and found something that like made us money, like right. I don't know. It's fucking know. wild. It's just wild. Yeah, but unfortunately, this is just how probably most industries and businesses run. Yeah, I we had I had looked up corny jokes because I was saying this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some corny jokes and then I'll tell one more. Oh my god, I <laughs> forgot you had looked up jokes because like last night, Jade was or was it two nights ago? Jade was texting me like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be like a grievance episode." I'm so mad. There's so much stuff. She's like, "We need to think of jokes to tell," and then she's like, "Next text like." I'm going to Google some jokes. And then you were like, I found some jokes. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> one thing, you're a roof joke. The first one's on the house. <laughs> Wait, was I supposed That's to answer so back? Bad. I was supposed to be like, yes, I want to hear I a roof know. joke. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this is so bad. I saw a movie about how ships are put together. It was riveting. <laughs> oh, because you use rivets to build a, a ship? I wouldn't even know that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, they're so bad. Okay, how do you look for Will Smith in the snow? How do I look for Will Smith in snow? Just follow the Fresh Prince. Oh my god, stop. It's so bad. You better be answering at home, people. Why does Humpty Dumpty love autumn? Love autumn? Oh, oh, because he had a great fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew go. that one. Well, because there's like this little picture that I share with Billy Bob every year, and it's a picture of Humpty Dumpty, like like frolicking among like falling leaves, and it says Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. <laughs> That's so cute. cute. Yeah. Okay, last one because Jesus Christ, I think we've lost all of our listeners right now. Oh, I we know, had we had gained like seven more listeners since the last time, and then now they're gone. What is red and smells like blue paint? Red paint what the answer the answer is red paint <laughs> yeah. that oh, is the answer I, I feel like that was more of a riddle than a joke <laughs> I don't think that was a riddle that was very it was very brittle I mean it was like a riddle for like kindergartners it like, wasn't you riddling that, you tell that to a five-year-old they like sit there and think about it for like 10 minutes <laughs> oh, okay okay I'll just tell a quick story so on Sunday club is empty well, surprise surprise <laughs> wait what the club was empty fucking um, the club is empty but then <laughs> my mind okay so this big so there's okay so there's this one woman who comes in often and i don't know how she knows people but she knows the servers she knows the managers she goes there a lot and she just goes there with a big group of friends they eat dinner they never tip this stage they never get any dances. So it's just like the the rationale for some girls is like they'd rather the club looks more filled up. Like if someone walks in and they see like a fun group having fun, then they're more likely to stay. Because if you walk in and it looks like a desert island, you see the tumbleweed, you walk out. So so they're there. And that's there's like four or five other dudes just sitting around. They're kind of like not doing a lot. Just whatever. I don't know how, but I see them that they're talking to our manager, Eric, and they're getting ones, one dollar bills. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at that. They're getting stacks of ones. And they're all like, they're being super rowdy. They're they're yelling at the DJ, DJ Babyface to play this next song, whatever, whatever. I'm kind of confused about what's going on. But then I see like the whole group take their ones and they rush the stage and they sit by the tip rail and there's a girl on the stage. And she just keeps dancing, finishing her song. They didn't tip her a dollar. And then out comes one of their fucking friends, some guy, some dude, some bozo. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts dancing. Okay, wait, so his... he comes he comes out onto the stage, like from onto the, the stage, stage area? From the backstage, yes. He comes, he takes off his jeans, takes off his jeans, what? he's in his underwear. This is a fucking circus at this point. The, the friends are tipping hella. They're tipping, like, the ones, they're throwing, the, they're making it rain on this guy who's like, Honestly, he was doing some inverts. It was kind of crazy. 
<laughs> he was like, wait, so he was doing pole. Isn't that like a gigantic, huge liability besides the fact that probably. it's literally so disrespectful to the dancers, but like right. of a stranger like, doing tricks, he's not pole trained. No, he, and like, for me, the slap in the face was the girl who was on stage when they rushed the stage and then didn't give her a single dollar. Yeah. It was such a fucking joke. I was livid. I took a picture. I was like, what the fuck? First of all, super rude to the girl who was on stage. Yeah. Second of all, rude to all of the girls who have been dancing for hours at this point because they've been taking their sweet ass motherfucking time. Yeah. Third, it's a circus. Like the other customers who are in the club are like, what the fuck is this? Because there's people there. There's customers there. And now they're just not like not seeing girls on stage. Fine. Were they like not amazing customers because they weren't tipping? No. But there was this one guy who was sitting by the front who gave me a 20 every time I went on stage. Oh, that's nice. We love him. Yeah. yeah. So and, and now that guy's just like sitting there like, what? It was a sh- it was a circus. It was a circus. So I I guess what happened was they went up to Eric the manager and they just paid him. I don't to know do if they that? paid him. I don't know if they paid him or if they're friends or something. And then guess who gets called on stage right after this fucking clown? Was it you? Me. Yeah, girl. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm like I'm fucking mad. And then I just like I choose these like nine inch nail song. I go on stage. I do closer. We've all heard that one. I want to fuck you like an It's hot. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. At every every first song, I put in the effort. Cause, yeah. Because they just took a bunch. Oh, oh, no, no. Sorry. So guy dances. They throw the ones. And then they start yelling, he needs a bucket. He needs a bucket. Because we, when we get a lot of money, we, we get a bucket, like a beer bucket or whatever, and put our money there and then go and count it. So they yell, he needs a bucket. So they bring out a bucket. They take their ones and then they go and sit at their table. Wait, like, the ones don't even go to the club? No, they don't. He, they keep them. And I'm like, okay, listen. Okay. But they have ones. And if I put on a show, they're going to give me their ones because that's how this fucking works. Yeah. Tell me how they just grab their ones, put them in sacks and put them in their fucking pockets. You are kidding me right now. I am not. So I, I'm dancing. I'm doing my tricks. I'm I'm doing the thing. And they're not even looking. I guess. Where the fuck is the staff? Oh. Are you fucking kidding me? They're just Where- watching. And I'm like, okay, my second song comes on, Heresy, Nine Inch Nails. Like, it's it's a new song that I listen to. It's like screaming, like, God is dead. No one cares. If there is a hell, I'll see you there. And I'm just, I'm just I cross my arms. I just sit and, like, stare at them. I just stare at them. So I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm not, am I going to be your fucking monkey? You're not even throwing peanuts at me? Yeah. No, we're not doing this. I just looked at them. I just glared at them. And I was so mad. <sighs> okay, so the song ends. I go to the back and I start yelling at DJ Babyface. I'm like, you guys want to bitch and moan. Oh, because I had heard him talking shit earlier about like, well, these girls, they sign up. It's so unprofessional. Then they don't show up. Like, you guys want to bitch and moan about girls jumping ship at the first sign of like somewhere else, but you want to pull this clown shit? Why are you surprised? Like, why are you fucking surprised? This is some clown shit. This is why we leave. Like, you want to do this? We're gone. We go. Bye. I was, oh, I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. I come out and like, I just like sit at the bar, like stewing. And this guy comes over and he's like, hey, like, I really like your dance. I'm like, you really like my temper tantrum? He's like, yeah. And he gives me a 20. I was like, no, was you suck. From the, from the group? You know what? It was like peripheral guys to the group. So the, like three guys had come in and one of them knew the group. So they went and sat with them. So I could tell that like the two guys weren't like super. But I was like, you saw like even a customer saw and realized that that was fucked up. Yeah. Because that was fucked yeah. up. Like I, I was luckily that day I wasn't in a crying mood. I was in an angry mood because I probably would have cried again. Like, that was so fucked up. That's messed up. It's just so disrespectful. I know we use this metaphor a lot. But imagine, like, a rowdy group comes into, let's say, a bar because a coffee shop, you don't have rowdy groups in there. And (laughs) then they, like, pay off the manager to get behind the bar to make their own drinks, make a giant-ass mess, and then they leave and don't fucking buy anything. It's like... And all the it's servers so are like, what the fuck? disrespectful to the job that we're supposed to be paying to do. It's like, if our own club doesn't respect us enough, that's what I'm saying. who the fuck else? Who's going to do it? Who's going to respect like, us then? These people are jerks. Whatever. And what do we expect from people? But like, the fact that they let it happen and like, yeah. he even got them once. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, fucking Eric. And then... When I check out that night, he's like, so I heard you checked out the new club. And honestly, I should have said more. But I, I you know, I, I said I did. And I tell also, I told wait, him he I, heard you checked it out. How did he hear that you checked? Oh, out well, the he, new club? he said, oh, well, did you check out the new club? He did. Oh, OK. He asked like, you. But I was straight up. I was like, yeah, I did. You know, and I told him I was like, listen, like, 
because he was like well you know it's fine you're independent contractor you can do whatever you want like if, if you just can't pull girls as part of the contract I'm like honestly dude like it's not about pulling girls i was i just said information is out there information is gonna spread and we're gonna make our own decisions about whether we check out a club or not i told him listen the thursday before i checked it out i came here i left crying because there was like no one here People were mean to me. And then at the end of the night, your other manager took money from me. And I left with a, less than $100. Like, how do you expect me to come back the next day? I literally yeah. told him. And he's like, and then I didn't say anything. But I was like, and then you pulled this fucking clown shit with that guy on the stage. Like, yeah, oh, I should have said something. But I, 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 mm -mm, mm -mm. Well, so I also have to be again. careful. Right. Yeah, I also yeah. have to be careful. And like, you know, and then I yelled at someone else that night because I had gone on stage and then did my tricks, whatever. And I went to sit with this table and he was like, hey, like, Here's the 20. I really appreciate what you did on stage. He goes, I really appreciate that you actually put in the effort. Like a lot of the ghosts don't put in the effort. And I yeah, look at him. To all of them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you mean effort because I did tricks? And he's like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, not everyone can do tricks. And, you know, there's a lot of effort that comes into coming here, paying your house fee, doing your makeup, dressing to the nines, going on stage, showing your titties. I let him have it. I was like, you don't think all of that is effort? Finding childcare to be here is effort? You don't think being, I, oh my God. And he, he was taping me. He was giving me money <laughs> and we just fought because he kept trying to say like, no, but you actually put an effort. I'm like, doing acrobatics is a type of effort, but that's not all the effort that it takes to be here. And like, I was like, it's fucked up. It's fucked up that you sit here and like, like tip, tip all your entertainers, or at least don't like talk shit about other entertainers to me. Like I was, oh, I just lost well, it. Well, the I thing is like, you were you studied pole dance for a long time before you became a stripper but and you did that kind of on your own you were like wanted something physical and like that's great but we don't get paid to train for the job no like people no aren't you. like there's not a there's not a stripper onboarding where you're like okay like here's how you can safely like climb up a pole or like do some things here's some exercises you can do like there's no they like, don't pay education. for pole classes yeah right um and it actually reminds me of the episode we just had released when that guy was I didn't mm. do, I mean, I, I did like the pretty bare minimum on stage because he wasn't looking. He's like, well, you didn't perform on stage. And I think like he, he did probably want to see tricks. <clears throat> and I was like, dude, I just got back surgery. He's like, well, well it's, whatever. It's also like, and I'm like, fuck off. Like, I understand some people want to see tricks and they want to see us, whatever. And like, it's fine if you, if you tip extra for that. Like, I appreciate that. But right. It, but, it is extra. But going up, I mean, like, but like going, going up to show. Saying, right. But then saying to me here's money i haven't tipped any other girls but here's money for you because you put in the effort that's saying that the other girls who go on stage and dance and show their tits and like maybe not everyone is like quote unquote as talent but everyone's putting in the effort everyone's right. trying their fucking best and like like i said like getting childcare to be here like giving up other opportunities to be here paying money to be here getting dressed doing your makeup like buying the outfits learning how to walk in the shoes like that's all effort and to have someone just come and like in his brain, he's complimenting me, but he's like actually just like slapping everyone else. I'm like, I hate you right now. I I literally was like, he was like, you don't like me, huh? I was like, I don't. I really don't. I know it's really uh, interesting how some usually men, actually women, will say not even just men. No, yeah, yeah. Will compliment a woman by bringing other women down, so and like that's many how times. they are so showing. And it's interesting because it's like I, I know obviously polls are pretty standard in like strip clubs now. But they certainly weren't when strip clubs started. Like, it's kind of a new addition. Like, there's still did strip clubs without on... poles. Yeah. yeah. It's like we did just used to go on stage, jiggle our titties, and there you go. And I guess there wasn't like lap dances and stuff too. If so, anyone you know, sees the, uh, the strip club at in the Sopranos, they just go on the pole, but they just bounce around. They go, like, they just jump around to their titties. If move. you watch, I would say probably other than that, that new show. What is that new stripper show? P Valley. P -Valley? I haven't watched it yet. It looks like from the trailers, they actually are doing pole tricks. But if you go, yeah. if you watch a show where they like go to a strip club or that's like in the background, those girls are not doing jack shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I, th I think in the South, it's a little bit different. Like it is yeah. more stage clubs and people do go and tip for the pole acrobatics or whatever, which is fine. But just don't come and tell me that not doing all that stuff is, can you do it, sir? Like you can put in all the effort in the world. You're not going to be able to do it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Or just keep it to your fucking self. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just in a pissy mood. Yeah. I mean, hurts. I think it's a sim similar when people, they, they need you to be working towards something bigger. You need to be getting your education right. or be like working towards your degree, like a nursing degree or, or something like that. Like they can't just accept that like we're just in this job 
because we enjoy it or they don't value us for having like or they don't value us because we don't have like enough people don't have like enough going on I guess I don't know that that's just been the theme of this episode it's like or for for me personally in the week it's like people coming into your workplace and then like a being mad that you're asking for money because I'm not going into like all the things that happened to me at work but like people mad that you ask for money people are mad that you're not doing what they expect you to do like they ex- oh they want you to go on stage and also he didn't tip me while I was on stage he tipped me after so a lot of the times I don't even do tricks unless I see money on the stage this time I really like the song and like whatever like I was just doing it for myself because I do enjoy it but I'm like oh you want to give us a tip after we like I, I don't know I, I don't know they they got it twisted they got it confused we love you <laughs> follow us on all the things we're literally everywhere on the internet google us just google us help our seo see our secret spot at gmail.com and see our secret spot on instagram tiktok twitter facebook twitter youtube facebook oh we have a facebook presence now we have a facebook page (laughs) i didn't know about that i didn't want to leave the boomers out so listen guys i hope this episode made you not feel worse i hope it made you feel better because you're like wow my week wasn't that bad not as bad as james honestly uh, send us money because we need to pay for our Healthcare. If you keep these bitches happy, you'll have a funny podcast. Yeah. Thank you again, <laughs> Terry, our one and only number one fan, <laughs> patron, <laughs> patron of the arts. You guys, who's gonna knock Terry off the leaderboard? Okay, <laughs> who's gonna be number one for the stars? <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, Terry. Bye, Bye Terry. <laughs> Next time on the Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk to you about the things with the things. Um, what did we use talk about? condom, burlesque shows, farts, more farts. More Dead farts. bodies. <laughs> Dead bodies. If you want to know, um, <laughs> let's just tease. Porn bodies. <laughs> God. Uh, there's, a, there's, some, there's a fun story about Jade selling some used items that you're going to want to tune in for. And we talk yeah, about you share you share some kind of positive club stories. It was kind of a nice. We did Finally. get negative. Yeah. I know we did get a little negative, yeah. but um, <laughs> you know. But anyway. we ended positive. No, we didn't. Okay. Oh, uh, anyway, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs>